Hi, I'm Jade and welcome to episode one of Coordinated Minds podcast, Study Like a Boss. I'm Jade and I'm here to guide you through your study journey. Now, a study journey is different for all kinds of people and of course, I'm going to cover the technical stuff, right? But I also want to talk about the stuff that people don't even consider to be study skills. So today, we're going to talk about how to cope with studying when life gets in the way. Um, if a parent or a relative or a close friend dies, even if a pet dies, if you suffer from anxiety or depression, um, if you've got real anxiety about exams or success, uh, if you end up homeless, uh, your family end up bankrupt, your parents go through divorce, these are all things that happen to real people during study. And I'm here to talk about how we can handle these things. This podcast is definitely inspired by the increase in advertised, not advertised, that's the wrong word, um, publicised student suicides. It seems like student suicides are going through the roof. In a local school near to me, we had a girl pre-GCSE age, so for you non-UK people, that's below the age of 16, committed suicide in the school grounds because the amount of pressure that she was under from both the school and her parents. So I think it's an important thing that we need to address and acknowledge as students um, to make our student experience the best that it can possibly be. So the, really the reason that I'm also talking about this is because I have personal experience of this. So I will tell you my story and see if it resonates with you. When I was doing my PhD, I hated my supervisor. I think hate is the weakest word I could use. There are many other profanity-based words that I would like to use, um, but I wanna keep this podcast clean. So I really hated my supervisor. I felt that she hated me. and um, But we ticked along for two years until I had a life event. So something happened in my life, I broke up with a partner that I'd been with for 11 years. Some people can cope with that situation. No big whoop. It's just a guy, right? But I couldn't cope with that situation. And I ended up very depressed and very unsupported. Um, in fact, I ended up crawling underneath my bench in the lab, sobbing my eyes out, locking the door and refusing to let anybody in. And it eventually led to me having a complete breakdown. I didn't work for a year, basically. I actively failed my PhD because I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, and it was a catastrophic event in my life. And although it took me a year to sort of be able to face anyone again, it has taken me many years to get over that large impact that that event had on my life and my confidence in terms of study changed dramatically because of one teacher. It's not just me that's experienced this, I'm a tutor, I have many students who have one teacher that destroys their confidence and we really have to work at building their confidence back so they can move on through a subject, whether that be maths, English, drama, history, geography, whatever, right? 
For some people, a flyaway comment is just a flyaway comment, but for other people, they can really take it to heart. And that doesn't mean that those people are weaker than the other people. It just means that they handle situations differently. So if you are feeling isolated and um, anxious about things, or you don't like the way that a lecturer, a teacher is interacting with you, that doesn't necessarily mean, or actually at all mean, that you're to blame. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're less of a student or less capable. You're just different, right? Everybody's different. You can put a hundred people in a room and expose them all to exactly the same scenario and they will all cope with it in a completely different way. Now, I was really, really, really lucky. I have the most amazing support network of friends. My mother was absolutely amazing. She completely took me under her wing and I got through what I now know was a moment of depression. Um, when you're finding it hard to go to the toilet, when you're finding it hard to do basic hygiene, you're hitting depression, right? And it's only really retrospectively that I can look back and be comfortable um, saying that that's what happened and saying it's a direct result of how I was handled as a student. Now, I'm not saying all students' depressions and anxieties are a direct result of their lecturers. Sometimes it's just a case of the school or college or university environment. And sometimes it's something completely external. So let me address the external problem. Occasionally we have times in our life where we lose people. And for some reason, it always seems to happen at the most, I don't think there's any, any it, there's never a convenient time to lose somebody, but I tend to find that it happens usually just before exams, or there always seems to be a big piece of coursework or a big exam that is coming up and this big blow happens. So I've had a few students happen ha have this happen to them. And what I tell them all and what I'm telling you is it's acknowledge that this is really difficult. This is always going to be really difficult, but you can't study your way through it. I'm a firm believer in feeling what you feel in that moment. So if you're sad, down the study tools and be sad. Allow yourself to be sad, right? Cry, whine, um, bawl, do all of those things, get angry, get frustrated, do all of those things that are normal grief responses. Don't try and repress the response so you can get on with your study. It's a falsehood because what happens is you're not doing your own mental health any good and your studying is not the best that it could be. So when you need to cry, cry. And when you feel good for a 20 minute slot, do some study. Compartmentalise those two things. Separate them. If your loss is catastrophic, like the loss of a parent, feel fully able to completely lose yourself in your grief if that's what you need to do. 
that's kind of allowed. I think if you're under a certain age and you lose a parent, it's not something that anyone wants to go through. Um, feel fully able to lose yourself if that's what you want to do. If you're able to compartmentalise and cry and have it out for a few days and feel a little bit sad for parts of the day, but you're still able to work, don't feel guilty for that. Go with it, right? But if you want to have a complete breakdown and lose yourself completely in your grief, go for that as well. Both of those scenarios are okay. You have to do what works for you. And you can follow all the advice in the world, but really we're all individuals and the way that we handle these situations are different. What you have to do is just allow yourself to handle the situation in a way that you feel is right for you. So don't suppress, express. Um, and sometimes, and this is going to sound strange because I'm a tutor, but sometimes I think it's okay to fail. I mean, there's lots of times that it's okay to fail, but sometimes I really feel that the healthiest thing is to down your study tools and take a study hit because that moment is fleeting it will be gone i'm not you won't ever get you never fully get over the grief of losing a friend uh, a family member a parent but that intense grief moment is very fleeting um that usually isn't with you forever the pain is with you forever but it changes over time you can't get that time back. Exams are repeatable, right? You can do an exam over and over and over again if you want to, right? You can get that time back, but you can't ever get back that moment of grief. So you kind of have to weigh it up and decide which one is more important to be in that moment or to pass this exam when you know there's usually a reset that you can take when you've properly decompressed not calmed yourself down but got through that moment and then you can address your studies in the best way that you could possibly be, be rather than being a kind of halfway house between grief and study so be in that moment it's the same thing if you get sick if you have flu, I'm not talking about the odd sniffle or a little bit of a cough or a sore throat. If you get proper flu or if you get proper ill um, and you're in agony and you're in pain all the time, be in that moment. Don't try and study during having the flu. It just doesn't work. And usually what you do when you've got the flu goes in one ear and out the other. Um if you're long-term hospitalised and you've got loads of free times and you're not in constant pain, but you've got some sort of condition that means that you're in hospital for a while, it's pretty easy to study in that condition. But if you're in serious pain constantly, down tools, take a rest. Your body is telling you to rest. Take that rest. Your body knows better than you. Um, take the rest. And then when you're feeling better and the time for you to feel better will be quicker because you've taken a rest, then you can hit your study foot full on the accelerator rather than kind of a drib, drab, drib, drab, right? So that's external stimulus for study breakdown. 
sickness stimulus for study breakdown and internal so institutional reasons for study breakdown none of them are worse than the other they all have their demerits i don't think any of them have merits right um but the advice is kind of the same for all of them you have to be in that moment except if somebody else is causing your anxiety it's really up to you whether you address it with them or not i personally with hindsight wished i could address it with my supervisor but i felt like she had me over a barrel and i actually couldn't express to her how much she was hurting me um even now i don't feel like i could express to her how much she's hurting me she had hurt me but actually now um i don't need to because that moment has passed enough time has passed for me but it's up to you i my decision was actually i don't want this enough to have to put up with her i'm out um that was my decision that decision made me happy it was a hard decision but it ultimately made me happy um some of you may not be in that decision so if it is a lecturer or um another student that is causing you anxiety and pain um it's really good to try and address it with someone senior in that position so your your lecturer's boss a head of department um dean there's usually counseling services at universities and colleges less so in schools if i'm honest um but there's usually counseling services somebody that you can talk to but don't suffer in silence um and try it's very hard when you're in that moment to think that you are the only person that feels the way that you feel and that is correct but there are other people that have felt things that are similar to you it, you are not completely on your own and i always found that the more that you talked about it the easier it got to talk about it and the easier it got to talk about it the easier it became to deal with and the easier it became to deal with the quicker it disappeared so stay strong um you can completely do it you can handle it and still have study success i have complete faith in all of you and sometimes when you run out of faith in yourself you have to rely on the faith of others so that was my first episode um i'm jade coordinated minds as always take care of yourselves and study like a boss